Hi there, beautiful beings. Welcome back to the Starseed Network podcast. My name is Saule Ilona Vaida, and I am your personal spirit guide and host on this spiritual and human journeys here on earth. We are interviewing incredible guests from around the world, connecting starseed, spiritual beings, spiritual practitioners, offering channeled messages, guidance on your own spiritual journey. So please don't forget to like, subscribe, share with a friend, tune in and let us know how it resonates. So at the moment, I am offering pre-recorded tarot readings and remote Reiki healings and spiritual guidance through my website. I am reopening my sessions for bookings starting on Monday, February 21st, when I have more consistent Wi-Fi and all that good stuff. So I'm so excited to connect with you guys again. And if you feel called to book a session, um, please let me know in advance and I can book you in for next week. Please send me a DM on my Instagram or TikTok at Saule the Starseed. And these are deep, integrative, channeled messages from your higher self, your spirit guides, your ancestors, just delivered through me. And we're holding space. We're allowing you to really come with everything that you need to put down because this is a completely um, fluid, malleable process that can be whatever you need it to be in that time for your session. Either we integrate, you know, tarot, Reiki healing, removing energetic blockages, removing energetic ties, or just holding space and really channeling through the guidance that your higher self needs you to hear because sometimes it can be tough for ourselves to tune in to, you know, what we're trying to receive in terms of our intuition. So sometimes having a divine reflection to give that back to you is amazing. And let me tell you, like, I've gotten a lot of readings myself from other readers and Sometimes it is like truly life-changing, like truly life-changing. And it's things that I, on some level might be aware of, but are not as consciously aware of as I would like to be. And having that shown to me through another person is incredible. So if you feel called to book a session or find out more, my website is in the link in the bio, or you can reach out to me on social media and find out more. I also have original music out on Spotify, my debut EP, 1111, and I'm working on a shadow work online course. So I will be letting you guys know when that offering will become available. And we're going to do a little like meditation challenge beforehand to get ourselves all primed to receive and to go into those deep, beautiful places together. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode. Um, I have a lot to share with you guys, honestly. <laughs> it's been so much and sometimes I really think that this podcast is like a travel vlog in podcast form because spirit has really been taking me on a journey this year. Um, I've been learning about the astrological houses, kind of the progression of manifestations and you know, getting comfortable and understanding your own process and your own cyclical nature of life. When is the time to harvest? When is the time to rest? When is the time to have busy action and movement? These are all kind of dictated by your rising sign in astrology and which house you're in in which each time of the year. Some people have the new year as their first house. Some people kind of see the new year as this new beginning, um, or some people see their new beginning in the spring, but everyone has their own unique cyclical nature of life, of when we experience renewal and rebirth, and when we need to rest, when we need to harvest, when we plant 
plant our seeds, when we reap the rewards. So um, that's just a little just a little cool thing to look up that I really recommend if you're more intrigued about that to learn more. I've been looking, I've been reading a book about it recently, um, basically just about the houses. It's called The Book of Houses by Robert Cole and Paul Williams. And it's an astrological guide to the harvest cycle in human life. So I'm basically just telling you this to give you a little bit more context to what I may be referencing now. I'm definitely might be looking into doing a more longer form episode about the astrological houses, but I did really recommend it something to look into if you're curious about manifestation and kind of understanding and being a little bit more gentle with ourselves and understanding when we are in a harvest season and when we're in a rest season. So I'm sharing this with you because I kind of want to say that I started this podcast right in my 11th and 12th house in the seating of new dreams, in the stepping forward of new intentions for this new year. And it's kind of been the most consistent thing that I've been attached to and been invested in. And, you know, even the fact that it's been such a, you know, it's been a little bit of a challenging process just in the physical world. And I'm going to share with you guys a little bit about some just reflections from the past six months um, since starting the beginning of this podcast, what that journey has looked like in my life and, you know, maybe however that resonates for you, however it translates into your world and what you may have been going through. But I'm so grateful to all of you guys who have been consistently tuning in. And I really feel like this um, Starseed Network podcast is a beacon, is a way to connect all the different starseeds around the world because, you know, the majority of the episodes and the interviews that I've released have been with soul family, have been with other starseeds, other connections, people all around the world who I reached out to or I connected with or who I met through TikTok or Instagram or wherever that I got to connect with and have the honor to connect with. And it's like, we're literally going around building this network. Six months ago, when I moved from Maine to San Diego, I literally moved to connect with soul family. And I did like on an extremely profound, deep, massive level, the beings that I encountered in my life in San Diego were so many of them were past life you know, connections, past life, lovers, friends, family, and all a part of this soul group, essentially collecting the pieces of my soul tribe. And that's what I felt like my mission has been in life in a lot of ways, traveling to these different places because my life has always been so adventurous. It's been so, so much traveling, so much learning new things, going different places, experiencing different points of the grid. And I realize now that the reason why spirit was taking me to all those places was to activate me and for me to activate them. So going to San Diego kind of created an energetic blueprint there of my unique presence and of me being able to connect with these people in my life who were all such beautiful divine reflections and being a reflection to them in return. And so now I'm actually in Oaxaca, Mexico. I left San Diego a week, almost a week ago today, and basically to take off on this travel on this journey to stay in Oaxaca for a few months that was completely divinely guided. Like I, my intuition was kind of pulling me towards it and I was resisting it for some time because I was still, um, kind of stuck in a little bit of a looping that was happening 
with where I was, having the desire to stay comfortable. But yet again, spirit asks me to take leaps of faith and promises me that I'm caught. And I always am because every single time that I take a leap of faith, I just end up being so deeply rewarded, so deeply blessed, so deeply protected on every corner. And it's become such a natural occurrence for me, such a natural progression for me to be able to jump into the unknown and embrace it, that it's almost, it's just second nature to me. It's not even a question. So going from all these different living scenarios, all these different configurations of life into actually being just constantly moved and realizing that the core of my center is my home. Like my home is not necessarily a physical place. Like I have home bases. I have family in different parts of the world. And this journey has been me literally going around and meeting different soul family members in different parts of the world. Like when I went to Spain, I connected with so many soul family friends and I went and visited them in their homes in all around Europe. Like one summer, I just traveled around visiting my different friends in their homes. And here in the States on this side of the world, since I came back, I collected my soul friends in Portland, Maine, where I was staying. I was there for about nine months before I moved to California. And then I found all my soul friends and soul connections here. Um, and then I was guided to, you know, go to San Francisco and connect with another soul family member in person who I'd met online. And then also to go to Oaxaca and connect deeply with a soul sister who I met in person yesterday for the first time after speaking to them online, after interviewing them on the podcast. And this is just the beginning of all the essentially soul retrieval processes because I talk about unification and unifying the fragments of your soul, you know, across all the different timelines, across all the different, you know, traumatic experiences of your life, but also on a higher level, our soul is a part of a larger group. When we fragment off of the divine, we, we fragment off into these into these groups, like there's groups of angels, archangels, and there's soul family groups that are essentially on a level connected. And what I've seen through connecting with these different members of my soul family is that there is a resonance that is deeper than anything else I could experience. And there's also a very parallel progression of our lives. There's a very a lot of similarities, a lot of synchronicities in how things have unfolded, what kind of trauma we've faced in our lives, what kind of challenges, what kind of gifts we may have even. And it's so incredible to connect more deeply with so many different beings who resonate and vibrate and reflect, but are so unique in their own way. And it's just such been such an incredible journey that I'm so, so deeply grateful for. And I'm so grateful to be here and the ways that the universe has provided and has, um, supported, you know, through the most unexpected, beautiful, abundant ways just continually surprises and delights me every single day. Like even in California, I had no idea where I was going to stay and I discovered this artist collective and I discovered um, this van and like doing a work trade, doing staying in this van and being kind of put into these 
uncomfortable almost scenarios and scenarios where I had to learn how to adapt. I had to learn how to, you know, figure out Wi-Fi connection in different places, not always having electricity, not always having access to water or bathrooms or like showers, stuff like that, basic things. Um, Not having access to kitchen, not having electricity all the time and having to learn how to adapt to all of those things and still, and still be able to do this podcast, still be able to show up on TikTok, to show up for my clients, for readings, for Reiki healings, still being able to set up my little booth outside and hold space for people and do readings for people and still heal so deeply, even in this, as it feels like all the foundations were kind of removed out from under me, I had to learn how to build an internal foundation. And that's what I'm kind of coming to now is what I've been, you know, a little bit just like learning about a lot more these days is how much I need to implement my own structure, my own routines into my life that are completely separate from where I may be or whether I be physically comfortable or uncomfortable, whether I have Wi-Fi or not, whether I have a shower or not, and still being able to maintain a certain level of spiritual hygiene, of groundedness, of sadhana, of rituals, of honoring my ancestors every single day, every single moment that I can. And being able to maintain my internal structure because I have been in such a flowy state of consciousness. I have to say I have been such a flowy, flowy being, especially being in San Diego in ocean beach, right next to the ocean. Like I deeply, deeply connected to that element of ocean from the tears. Like I was crying so much. (laughs) The first few months I was there, I was crying like every single day, which is completely normal. Um, to that, you know, that just like that water element, that salt and water element releasing out of my body and riding the waves of my emotions, riding the waves of the newness and the adventurousness of each new day. And it just became so fun. Like life was just, life is and was just so delightful and so fun and so new and so exciting. And it was so externally you know, externally and internally focused because I've gone from being in deep hermit mode, in deep spiritual awakening process, in deep, deep shadow work into integrating now the shadow with the light, integrating the play with the work and seeing how those two are almost the same thing. And when I'm tapped into that flow state, when things are moving easily and effortlessly and I'm able to create and I'm able to do and able to manifest and be what I know I meant to be. It all just happens so naturally and so quickly and with so much forward movement right now. So whoever this resonates for, you know, if you've been going through a process of deep, deep spiritual awakening for years even, and now you're finding yourself almost in this like lighter place, you're finding yourself more externally able to do the things in the outside world that you maybe always wanted to do, but never really had the courage for. It's because of that internal clearing process that has been going on for so long. And what I want to say as well is that learning to adapt to every new scenario is a muscle as well that is being trained in me. Being able to to travel and still stay grounded feels like a big part of the mission 
of this year or this harvest cycle for me is to be able to create and to adopt and to find the soul family wherever I am, find the good vibes, find the positivity, attract it, be it, live it, and swim in it wherever I end up and wherever I go on this planet because I have to accept that you know my life is going to be very much uprooted all the time. It's going to be very much movement and flow states and creativity. And for that to be healthy and for that to be functional, there has to be that internal deep grounding. And the way that I ground on on a level beyond routine, because I'm going to be honest with y'all, my routine is is not the most consistent. And that's why I'm being fully transparent with you guys now in how I intend to create more structure and more, more discipline, more um, routine in my life right now. But the ways that I have maintained a sense of myself through all of these changes is through a few very simple rituals that I always, always stick to every single day, no matter what. And, you know, those are meditation, going for a walk, going out into nature, going to the ocean, um, going to the woods, going to the park, whatever it may be, whatever is accessible to you, um, clearing my energy field, you know, washing myself with white light protecting my energy, which was so important when I was essentially living outside (laughs) and all of these energies around me all the time. I was clearing my energy field like two to three times a day because that's what I needed to do. As well as, you know, affirmations, writing down my intentions during in the morning and drinking cacao (laughs) has been a consistent thing every day. Like I just love to wake up and drink something warm and And just like singing out my intentions has been a new thing that I'm discovering um, that my friend kind of told me that I should be doing, which is really good for me, is singing what I want to create because my voice is such a powerful manifestation tool, just as yours is as well. So I really recommend even just singing out what you want to happen in your life and seeing how that resonates. Another one that has consistently kept me going through all of these changes and all these transitions is being consistently grateful, doing consistent offerings to my ancestors, recognizing my spirit guides, being grateful to my spirit guides, being grateful to my ancestors, to my higher self for guiding me because they've truly, truly guided me every step of the way. Because it's like when you surrender in that way, when you say, okay, spirit, you tell me what to do and you listen and you do it, Like you're so divinely protected because the universe is literally behind you. Like when I moved to San Diego the first time, the first week, I was absolutely terrified. I'm going to be honest. Like I was crying. I didn't know what was going on. I was still making podcasts through the midst of that. And what really gave me that sense of continual reassurance was seeing butterflies everywhere. Like butterflies have been a huge sign for me of transformation and like especially yellow butterflies, Um, seeing crows because crows I feel like are very connected to my guides and my ancestry and crows would be like outside my window all the time, um, like watching me, cawing at me all the time, um, following me and 
that just gave a real sense of protection and safety and this feeling of being, you know, the divine mother and that divine masculine energy as well. And the biggest grounding I think as well was these deep, beautiful, sacred relationships that I learned how to cultivate because it took a lot of deep healing of my, my lone wolf. There was a part of me that was, you know, deeply resonant, like deeply resonant with being independent and being my, uh, my own person or like, or almost was afraid of relationship, afraid of deep, intimate vulnerability and relationship. But being in such a vulnerable state, literally living in a parking lot, um, but being in that state opened me up, like literally cracked me open to the most vulnerable I could possibly be because I was in a position where I was completely physically vulnerable and I had to embrace that. And you know, also being completely emotionally vulnerable. Like I learned how to cry in front of people. I learned how to express my emotions in front of and with people. I learned how to stand in front of a crowd and be vulnerable and be fully myself and channel and freestyle in front of a crowd. Like I had never done that before in my life, but going to this place and being in this energy and being around these people made me feel so safe to be able to do that. And like these safe havens exist in all pockets of the world. That's what I want to emphasize is like, we have these little magical portals. Like for me, it was the template in ocean beach. Uh, you should follow them on Instagram, check them out. Um, and it can be anything. It can be anywhere. That's the thing. It's like your soul knows where to guide you, where to take you to these places, where the next progression is, but also your soul knows when it's time to get up and move again. Your soul knows when you've completed the lessons of this place and it's time to move on. And sometimes that can be the most heart-wrenching thing because when you find something that's so precious, that's so good, that's so delicious, that may be the best thing you've ever had, you know, spirit still has something better for you. Like we have to recognize spirit always has something better for you. That's how we can surrender. That's how we can let go. That's how I let go of the stability and the comfort that I had in Maine, even though that stability was completely, you know, transparent. The illusion of stability is what we create it for ourselves. You know, having a house, having, um, you know, I used to think that like having a house was the was necessary for me to feel safe, for me to feel secure, for me to feel grounded, to be living in a physical house. But I I recognized that even when I was living in a house, even when I was had all the trappings of external, you know, societal standards of security, stability, success, whatever, I still felt ungrounded because that grounding had still not been found with me and for me. And it just goes to show even deeper that grounding is not something that is connected to a physical place or even the people in your life or, you know, the ideas of who you are or your career or your identity. Grounding is as natural and as simple as 
being a part of this infinite universe, recognizing that you as a self, as a body, as a person are this infinite universe. You have a universe within you and a universe without and the separation within that just dissolves because you truly are one. And when we ground, when we ground back into this knowledge that we are infinitely connected even through the illusion of disconnection and like I have I'm not gonna lie like I have days where sometimes I don't feel connected to my higher self at all sometimes I block out my intuition sometimes I know I'm making a mistake but I make it anyway or I go down a certain road that I know is not in my highest good but I know that I have to go down it in order to learn an important lesson so that I can circle back and that's just like, that's just natural. That's such a natural progression of our evolution. It can't all be sunshine and rainbows, love and light every single day. And like, that's what I, if there's anything you can take away from this podcast, I want you to understand that it is equally a spiritual and human journey. It is equally shadow work and light work. And like, sometimes those things are not completely equal it's a different ratio every day and we play with that we recognize that because that duality in itself is an illusion because what is truly real is the infinite connectedness of all of us the thing is like when you come across this truth when you live this truth life becomes so much more playful when you release the need to feel secure about having a certain number appear in your bank account that makes you feel secure having thinking oh i need x amount of money to do this or i need this to be be able to feel secure doing this i have personally seen how the universe can absolutely bless me out of nowhere can hold me out of nowhere and it's always in that moment of like letting go of falling when the universe just catches you in its hands so easily and so softly because it's when we it's when we surrender the control it's when we stop trying to force outcomes stop trying to control and and stay even when we stay try to stay where we're stuck even when you know we know that there's something bigger for us but we're so comfortable where we are that we want to stay there that the universe sometimes just has to come in and like give us a choice and if we you know make a choice to stay comfortable that choice is going to come back around again the way that like i've seen karma work for me since i've you know, moved past a lot of the karma in my life is that I'm creating my own karma now. Recognizing that and like recognizing that the lessons within me, some of them still have to be learned fully and some of them may still come up again. May, some of them may still be repeated again, but it's just a continual unfolding. And it's like at a certain point you make different decisions because you realize that you don't want to go down the same road again. And like, let me tell you, we all have our own unique set of challenges and victories that come completely unique to ourselves. Like the things that I struggle with, you might not struggle with. And the things that you find easily and effortless might be more challenging for me. And that's why we can never compare our journey to anyone else's. Like, if you see me online, if you see me like living my best life and you're like, oh, it must be so easy for her. I want you to understand that the only way it is easy is because I have learned how to make it easy. I have 
you know, done the healing work to find an unwavering well of positivity within me, which you have as well, because that is our core essence. Like, for example, right now I'm sitting here in Oaxaca. I have a fractured elbow because of fell um, roller skating. And I literally have bruises on my face because I fainted the other day and I fell and like hit my face and I have like bruises on my face. And it's not to like perpetuate any of this, but it's simply to point out the fact that like, I'm still here. Like I literally was struggling to even set up my microphone to even put my headphones on. Like I didn't even have Wi-Fi right now. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, how am I supposed to post my content? How am I supposed to even edit this podcast? But that's not what matters. That what matters is that I showed up and then I'm here and then I'm talking to you right now. I was planning on being at an ecstatic dance retreat this week, but I, you know, didn't make it because of, because of unexpected, unforeseen events and twists of fate. But that's just how it be sometimes. The universe redirects you to your highest good and your highest timeline. When you ask for that. So sometimes things are completely outside of our control. And, you know, sometimes things happen in our lives that appear like tower moments or that appear like setbacks or challenges. But in reality, it's giving your soul the opportunity to up level even more. So like being here right now, being, um, learning how to, you know, brush my teeth with my left hand because I'm right-handed and my right hand is in a sling right now. So like learning how to brush my teeth with my left hand, figuring out how to brush my hair, doing all these day-to-day tasks that have been more challenging and take twice as long is literally because the universe forced me to slow down. I was going at 110 top speed, burning myself out over and over again, giving too much of myself to every person I came across. And the universe literally had to sit me down, turn off the Wi-Fi, literally here. Um, I don't even have like hot water right now. The universe literally had to sit me down, take me away from my distractions. And in order for me to see some very real truths about myself that I'm processing right now. And it's like, So many times I've come on and recorded an episode in the midst of a process of integrating some deep shadow aspect. And the reason why, you know, I feel like anyone who listens to this podcast has to be in vibrational resonance. Like you would not be here. You would not be drawn here if we didn't have a connection of some sort, if we weren't somehow going through something the reason that you picked this episode, the reason that you're here listening in this very moment is because we manifested each other. It's because we attracted each other and we're connected to each other. And whatever I'm going through is something that you are able to learn from and vice versa. And whatever I have to offer you is something that you can offer, you're learning to offer yourself. Like I was speaking to my friend yesterday who I met for the first time, who I met off TikTok, who saw my videos. And she told me that when she saw my videos, she literally felt like every single one of those readings, I was 
talking to her, like literally talking directly to her. It's so funny to me because like when I, a lot of the time when I do those readings, it's my higher self talking to me as well. But the fact that people who resonate with it, it's like, we're all connected. We're all going through the same things at the same time. So we could just have more compassion for each other. That's all we need to do. I do a lot of readings for people where I see so many similarities, so many of the same cards um, in different scenarios. And it's just because we're all such a collective consciousness. We're all so deeply connected to each other in this timeline. So that being said, like I don't know exactly where I'm going with this episode. I think it's more of just a reflection and a digestion of the past six months. Really taking in everything that I've been learning and the patterns that I've been seeing coming up and the lessons that are yet to be learned and what is ready to be released as well. And I think it, it has a lot to do with this element of being comfortable in uncertainty, being comfortable in flow, being comfortable in change has been the biggest thing. Like I used to be so scared of moving, like of starting a new life, of packing up all my things and just leaving. And now it's the most easy, effortless, simple thing for me to do. I was not scared at all coming to Mexico on my own. People were like, oh my God, you're going to Mexico by yourself as a woman? Like you're going to get taken, like something, stuff like that. And there was not an ounce of fear or uncertainty in my body because I felt so protected and so safe because I knew and I had seen countless times, I have countless evidences of when I follow my truth and my intuition, the world and the universe blesses me and supports me. And I know I already said that and I just want to ingrain it even further. And I will keep saying that to the day I die. It's like your soul resonance is uncovered by the more truth and the more light that you shed on the deepest, darkest parts of yourself. And when you do so, you come back into alignment with your true self and your higher self, and you will learn how to listen and hear, like hear the whispers and follow them, follow the breadcrumbs, follow the butterflies, follow what feels good until you continually find yourself down this path. Like I know that what I'm working on, I know that what I'm doing, my mission in life, I know that I'm exactly on it. And that's what reassures me day to day. And that's how I distinguish and discern between what truly is for me and what truly isn't. And if it isn't in the highest alignment, of my path, I simply can't go down it unless it's a lesson that I need to learn. And that lesson always circles back. It always circles me back into where I'm meant to be. It's it's so trippy sometimes, but it's it's honestly a blessing. And I'm so grateful for the incredible experiences and the unimaginable miracles that have come into my life and that are continually coming into my life. And I just want to urge you all that, you know, whatever your journey looks like, whatever your harvest season, whatever your particular rhythm of life is happening right now, continual reconnection to self, that is the deepest grounding. That is the deepest structure that knowledge that of knowing when something is off and being able to address it. 
that knowledge of feeling when there's some sort of little ache or pain inside of you that needs to be held and being able to actually go in and do that. That is the biggest superpower one can have because that makes you invincible. That makes you fearless. When you confront your fears, you become fearless. And that's what I wish for every single one of you. That's what I hope you take away from this. And also just this continual reevaluation and reestablishing. And I have a lot of goals for my time here in Oaxaca and a lot of intentions because, you know, like I was very much in the water element in San Diego, very much in the ocean. And now I'm surrounded by mountains. I'm in a little mountain town. So I feel that this phase is about learning about the earth element learning about the grounding, implementing grounding and structure into my life. And let me tell you guys, for all my starseeds out there, if you're looking for a safe place to land, go to Ocean Beach, San Diego, or go to Oaxaca. These are places that I have confirmed myself are safe, beautiful places for spiritually awakening fifth dimensional consciousness beings. Like the energy here in Oaxaca is so pristine. I feel so safe. Like everyone is so respectful. Everyone is like just very centered and very calm. Before I even got on the plane to Oaxaca, I was, I made two new friends. Like I met two people and spoke with them and like had beautiful connections with them. And I just further emphasize that these places truly do exist. You know, whatever the outside world looks like, whatever timelines, like people are all kind of living in their own timelines right now. And some of us are literally just living in this timeline of fifth dimensional consciousness of just being in heaven on earth there i have literally felt like i've been living in heaven like there are days when i'm just blown away by how incredibly amazing and idyllic and blissful life simply is and that's not to say that there aren't challenges or hard days or more shadow work to be done or more healing because it's it's a continual process and that's the joy of being alive is that we're never done but what I'm saying is that we choose our destiny. We choose our timeline to a certain degree. We align to the highest timeline that we want to be in. And heaven on earth is real. It does exist. It's here now. No matter what you might be seeing in the news or what you might be experiencing with your family or the narratives that people are pushing, when you tap into this, when you come to these hot spots these vortexes, these portals of real safety and real connection, like nothing can touch you. The outside world, the matrix, the systems, they simply, they exist to a certain degree, but we don't have to engage in them. Like I simply cannot engage in the matrix anymore. Like I can't engage in like a quote unquote real job or like just all these different things. Like life just happens with me and for me. It's just a different type of of resonance and like I'm really celebrating that right now and I'm celebrating that for everyone who has found this and everyone who has come across this and I just wish for that continual unfolding for all of us and finding our own safe havens, finding our own adventure and being comfortable with the uncertainty, being comfortable with expanding our comfort zone and always seeking that home within and understanding that that true heaven on earth is within 
It's within us and it's accessible to us in every single moment. I love you. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Sending y'all so much freaking love. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share with a friend, leave a rating, leave a review, give us a little boost. And if you feel called to, you know, send a little love exchange or a little donation, that is always so welcome and appreciated. And you can do so. The links are in the bio. Um, I'm also open for, you know, spiritual guidance sessions, tarot sessions, Reiki healing, all of which can be done remotely because energy is quantum. We're existing in a quantum quantum field you know limitations of space time distance simply don't exist so you can absolutely go check out my website if you want to learn more about that i'm offering free consultation calls for spiritual guidance sessions if you want to meet and get to know each other and see how we resonate with each other in order to work together in an ongoing process that is always so beautifully welcomed so i just want to say thank you so much for being here Thank you so much for listening and I wish you endless love, joy, abundance, peace, and prosperity. Bye-bye. Existence.